Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. And it looks like from the the runners that Daymox got going on, he is it is happening. When did you put up little dividers in your archways? Those are cool. Oh, um, we put them up a couple months ago, several months ago at this point. I don't know. It's been they were here last time you were here. They were. Yeah, they've been up for several months. Um, it, they're really nice, little, nice little blacked out curtains and all that. They don't go all the way down, so you know people could still see. But it, uh, to be honest, it was to hide all the shit that I fucking stash in here because apparently I'm a fucking clutter monster and it has upset everybody else. Yeah, you are. You're a clutter monster. That's what we call you. Well, let, let's let's be honest, folks. We don't want you getting the wrong image from this. Those aren't arches. They're just like entranceways. They're boxy. They're not arched. So if you were imagining some elegant curves and everything, no, I'm sorry. They're rectangles. That's what they are. I don't know why he called them archways, but as the engineer in this podcast, it's my duty to be specific and correct you on such mundane and unimportant things. It's good to have you back, Blue. It's good to be here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well let's get on to the most important stuff uh aka what is everybody drinking um i am being lame tonight because we are blitzkrieging the show because i have to go to work like immediately after this show is done um so i am drinking a nice crisp canada dry zero sugar now i'm gonna tell you what the attack is like kind of like a tongue punch the dirt star of a ginger root not really sweet a little bit of an aspartame kind of you know aftertaste at the end there but all in all nice easy drink crisp cold gaseous what about you damoc what are you drinking uh well the girlfriend just ran to the store because she drank my last beer so i have some raging bitch because who doesn't like some raging bitch we all have uh one of these and we'll have some fun nice I can see her talking in the background, and she did not look happy. No, because technically she left the last beer for me to drink, but, you know, I just said she drank the last beer. All right, so what about you, Blue? What are you drinking, man? Once again, you're painting false narratives on this show, and I cannot allow you to continue to do this. But thank you for correcting yourself, sir. <laughs> Good to have you back, Blue. I, I am en- <laughs> I am enjoying a uh, a concoction of mine that uh, I created this evening. Uh, so congratulations, ladies and gentlemen! You're here live for the unveiling of this brew out of a camping cup. I, yeah, out of my uh, out of my very large coffee mug, which, by the way, holds an entire beer. Um, um, if you say that you just put vodka in orange juice and came up with something <laughs> new, I got a surprise for you, bud. Damn it. Uh, no, it's, uh, so it's rum and Coke in there. And you know <laughs> no, it. it's not. No, 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 no. So it's, it's bullet bourbon. So it's, it's, it's two and a half measures of that. Um, it's, uh, Wait, a dash. A like is a bottle, like a bottle. So, so, you know, like the shaker, um, Glasses that have the, um, you know how uh, some people just do it the old fashioned way where you just metal cup ice and then you just take a glass and you jam it in. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So mine's the one that's got like the sieve on the top and it has a cap you can remove. So uh-huh. that that cap, which okay. is a little bit around the size of a shot glass, I guess. So yeah, okay, so about, I see. I'm with you. I'm with you. So two measures of that, uh, a dash of orange bitters, and then half a measure of orange liqueur shaken with ice. Shaken, not stirred. That's correct. Um, Sean Connery would be proud. He would. He's uh, my name. You, I am. Um, but um, so the bullet bourbon itself is very smooth. Um, hardly a bite to it at all. Shake it with ice and it, that little bit of water that gets left, that gets mixed in just makes it even smoother. So that quality stays with this. Um, it's a very strong orange smell to this and it has a very strong orange taste to it. So it's like, uh, it's almost like your vodka and orange juice, except, you know, it's not sugary and such. Okay, so uh, story time real quick. I was talking to the kid earlier, and you guys remember Slice, the the orange soft drink from way back? Oh, Pepsi, I think. Okay, so I know, like, you've heard the the term home slice, right? Yeah. Stop home slice. Well, back when I was growing up, home slice was actually if you had slice that you poured half of it out, and then you poured half with Jack Daniels, and it's, it's home slice. And all that, and we were drinking that, and it's fucking good. But basically, you just did what we did as teenagers, and we would jump on BART, Bay Area Rapid Transit, California. We'd go up to the city in San Francisco, just walk around, and we'd drink a 20-ounce fucking full half of, you know, shitty Jack Daniels and half slice, man. It was good times. But you have some orange bitters. Same, same. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't do soda as much anymore. I, no, dude, I'm, I was like 15. I'm interested to try this. Uh, I don't know how bad this is going to be. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like that. One of the, Yeah, Damox got one of the shaker yeah, glasses. You're talking about that whole top? You use that whole top as a measure? No, the, the yeah, the little cap. Oh, the little cap. I thought you were talking about the whole top. I'm like, dude, that's a lot. No, 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 so that's no. That's what I used to measure out. I didn't know that nobody yeah. else was that ball. No, no, it's, it's, the, it's the little cap. Yeah. I'm tracking. Alrighty. Well, next topic we got to go into, of course, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the last week, or we just pontificate on how we feel gaming is in general today. So, oh yeah, there's a little jigger. So it's probably the larger end of the jigger, probably about the full amount of the jigger. So the larger jigger is 1.5 ounces, and then the smaller one is 0.75 ounces. Yeah, yeah it's a shot, it, half shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it comes with a little shaker and all that. It's pretty nice. It probably would be about 1.5 ounces. Well, but you one, were saying something, Cecil? Well, 1.5 ounces is technically a shot. Hmm. Tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I will go out and measure this again and get back to you to give you more definitive results. And to quote my favorite press secretary, we're just going to circle back to that later. Yeah, we're going to need a full report (laughs) in triplicate on my desk by end of business. (laughs) Uh, State of game. So Blue Shark, what is your state of games, man? So I actually got gaming uh, in this week. Uh, Surprise, surprise. I uh, this this is a little annoying little rant for it's going to take five seconds, but it's taking a little bit longer to explain the fact that it's only going to take five seconds. Xbox automatic updates aren't working. So I finally got division two to finish its update and hopped in with bud. Uh, 
new season, new storyline. Didn't really care to pay much attention to it. Just like, yeah, let's hang out with my bud. Haven't talked to him in like a long time and let's shoot some shit. So went into the division. We drummed, we did matchmaking with some randos and did some uh, heroic level or is it challenging? No, we did heroic level. Heroic level on uh, missions. I'm low level. The rest of the guys are like, you know, like this is like the second or third season of what was what it? Warlords of New York or something like that. And they're just, everyone's just so much stronger than I am. But I managed to stay alive and uh, two different groups of randos. So um, four people total, that we different people that we played with. Uh, that evening worked out great. The The second group wasn't as good as the first because the second group was composed of one guy who just ran in. It was like, Leroy, drank it. But I'd have to say the matchmaking was on point. That's awesome. I haven't played Division 2 since, uh, God, probably since Shadow left the Discord. I say left the Discord. He's still in the Discord. He just never talks in the Discord. Yeah, he's he got uninstalled it. I'm pretty sure he must have. Yeah, he's he's like married and stuff and like spends time with his wife and his cats and his cameras blowing fat clouds, living a better life while we're stuck here in hell. Recording a podcast over and over and over and over. I could make some reference to Clockwork Orange, but I've never read the book. What? What? No. Get off the fucking <laughs> podcast. Get the fuck off. So, so, so the fact that I haven't watched... <laughs> Firefly isn't going to kick me off the show. The fact that I mentioned <laughs> that I haven't read a Clockwork Orange is going to get me kicked off. That's required well, reading. Required reading. It was good to have you back, and uh, yeah, we'll miss you. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> I tell you where you can find me, but they don't really care to keep that in. <laughs> Peace. Actually, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to take that whole little bit he did about The Division 2 and speed it up so it actually takes five seconds of real time to listen to. Leave leave the explanation at the thirty seconds it was, but take that and just compress it down and be like five seconds. Be Make me sound like a chipmunk. Oh, you just sound like <laughs> dude, you would sound like the squirrel off a of hoodwinked after he snorted coffee. <laughs> uh, what about you, Damoc? What's your state of games there, guy? Uh I've been playing because it was like it came up with a big sale. I've been looking at it, but I picked up Warhammer 40k, Inquisitor Martyr, and Prophecy. Um it's a Diablo style game that I haven't quite figured out yet, but the story's really cool. And I if you don't know me, I fucking love Warhammer 40k, especially the Inquisitors that have absolute authority. Because yeah, I'm I'm very authoritarian, authoritarian, whatever. You want like, people to I respect don't... your authority? Yes, pretty much like Cartman. But I mean, like I watch Star Wars because I love the Empire. I fucking hate the Jedi and the Rebels. I like I legitimately hate them and want them to lose so bad. But the Empire is just amazing. <laughs> so you you shed a tear when the Death Star got blown up instead of cheering. Dude, the billions of people that were on that fucking Death Star, yeah, the rebels are fucking, that's a war crime. They need to be hung for it. Well, see, Amen. The, the first Death Star, um, our first Death Star, I'm not so concerned about because those were all enlisted people. But the second Death Star, that still had a whole bunch of construction people on it. You know, people had families. They, they, they weren't there. They're just getting, they're just clicking a paycheck. 
Yeah, what about all the Munion members that got on? Exactly. You know, they the got Munion? killed on there. We got those the 401s down there, man. Come on. I knew those guys. <laughs> no, yeah, so uh, I picked up Cyanide Freakopolix. Me too. Yeah, I played about 10 minutes of it because I was like pretty interested in playing it with controller. It is not very controller friendly, sadly. Or did you try it with controller, Cecil? I haven't played it. I literally, I, I did exactly what I said. I bought it and I haven't even installed it yet. It's very much a point and click with the mouse adventure type game. So yes, I could use the D-pad, not the D-pad, the fucking Joy-Con type thing, whatever the analog, analog stick. Yeah, I could use one of them to move the mouse thing around the screen and then I can move my character with the other one and that was kind of cool, but it was just so much easier to switch over and fucking use my keyboard and mouse and click on shit. Agreed. Yeah, those point and click adventures. Like that game you picked me up, there is no game here. Um, they're much easier. Like you can use an analog stick. Like they used to have those back on like Sega CD and stuff like that. And actually they used to, even the Super Nintendo I think had one. I think it was Clockwork, an old Clockwork game. Or Clock Tower, not Clockwork. Uh, and they were such a pain in the ass to move the cursor around the screen as slow as dog shit to get it over there. Yeah, you know, uh, as much as it would be a pain in the ass to do everything and recalibrate it, that game would probably be pretty decent with a Steam controller. I was just thinking that. I was, I literally was just about to say, hey, you know, it'd probably work with a Steam controller then, but I, I didn't. The great minds, we think alike. Uh, we touch tips. You have seen my penis. And I got the okay to go ahead and full-on kiss you on the lips once we both have our vaccines. Uh, I'm coming up, uh, yeah, coming up here shortly. All right, my state of games. I actually found some time to play some games myself. Uh, I was playing... I actually re, uh, reinstalled Windows on my entire machine, did a full wipe and reinstall, so I've been trying to get everything back to where it was, uh, which is a huge pain in the ass. But I have been playing a few games. Uh, I jumped into Doom, the 2016 Doom, because I was listening to the soundtrack, and goddamn, I love that soundtrack. That soundtrack is oh, just... Oh, yeah. God, it, hits, it, it just hits so hard and so so many right places when you're just, uh, you know, you're working out or you're driving aggressively or, you know, you're being chased by a giant bear. One of the... Anything, you know, just it, it really just hits really great. Um, Grocery shopping? Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, listen to the Doom so like listen to the Doom soundtrack while you're grocery shopping. Oh man. You go up there all of a sudden you start having flashbacks of the game, you're punching granny in the face, tearing some little kid's head off, you're like, Oh shit, I'm going to jail. Picking up the kids from daycare. Oh, so yeah. now that you do that, if you watch the fucking Doom Slayer with Animal Crossing shit and they use the Doom twenty sixteen soundtrack and they've crossed in the Doom guy with the Animal Crossing guys, and it's all cute. Oh god, no, I have to though. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, dude. yeah. Oh, you're fucked. I guess I'm watch not those videos. <laughs> um, I also was playing uh, uh, RimWorld because you know, fuck you, Damoc. Um, Evil Land. I jumped into for a bit. That game's really quirky and fun. And probably my latest addiction, which I am actually mildly angry at because it's probably going to take up the rest of my life. Uh, Wakfu. If you like Final Fantasy Tactics, you will love Wakfu. Um, it's a massively multiplayer tactics game. Uh, it's turn-based too, which it's just, it hits all the right little spots that I really want right now. So if I actually do fall into the deep abyss of gaming again, it's more likely going to be that. 
See, I keep seeing everybody talk about it, and now you're playing it along with, what, God's playing it, Moon's playing it, and I was like, okay, I haven't even looked at it yet. Um, I didn't play Final Fantasy Tactics, though, so worth taking a look at. I know it's free to play, so is it actually worth installing or not? Uh, I say yes, but if you're not used to the style of gameplay, like if you don't like turn-based RPG games, you're not going to like this. Um, if you don't like the squared tactic style games where you've got so many actions you can do in a square, you're not going to like this game. Um, so if, if those things turn you off, don't download it. Don't play it. I, I downloaded it just kind of on a whim. Cause I saw that, uh, I saw God, uh, moon and co were all playing it. Actually, co told them all about it. And then they just jumped right on. I'm like, well, what's this game about? Let me check it out. You know, cause co's rarely wrong about a game. Like, if he says it's good, it usually is pretty good. So I jumped on, I, I loaded it up, and as soon as I loaded it up, I could choose to be a panda. Granted, it's an anime panda, but I still got to be a panda. So now I'm a panda. It's really I'm fun. worried about you, but okay. You should be. There's uh, But there's, like, so many different, like, you can go into, like, if your profession that you want to go into, if you want to go into weaponsmithing or armorsmithing or you want to go into lumberjacking, like, there's so many different veins that you can go into and just kind of get your niche and then, you know, like you, you're, if you're a weaponsmith, you need a lumberjack because you need wood to make the handles for your weapons. You need a miner to get minerals for your weapon. So it's kind of one of those, there's a lot to it. You know, there's, there's a lot of little things and it, it, it's, it, it's one of those, I don't think you can simple to play hard to master because there's not like the, the little mini games they have in there are pretty fun. They're not difficult, like they're in concept, but. I'm assuming to mass them and really maximize your stuff out of them, there's going to be some some learning curve. In my opinion, worth a download. Okay. Maybe I'll uh, go check it out. Yeah, and it's really not that big. I think it's like a 1.5 gig game. Like, it's not it's not big at all. Like, there's the initial download for the launcher, and then you load up the launcher, sign in, and it's like 1.5 or 1.6. Well, I'm getting the eyeballs from Blue saying, hey, we got a topic to get to, and you're going on and on about some game I'm never going to touch. Well, look, you, you did Blitzkrieg, it was your mention in the beginning of this podcast, and you've lost the momentum. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm going to take your five-minute thing about De- uh, Division 2 and, and suck it right down to uh, five seconds, so. Oh, you're so hyperbolic. Nice watch, Damoc. Very nice. All right, so. I'm proud of it. I haven't watched it. I haven't worn it. Yesterday, <laughs> we all got together and we watched a movie. And we watched this movie because coming up oh, yeah. in a few weeks, there's going to be another movie coming out. And we're going to watch that movie. And then we're going to review that movie. But Oh, get over here. I love you, Blue. At least you didn't say get down here. <laughs> that was horrid. That yes. was. If you're listening and you know what we're talking about, we're talking about the original 19, what, 95 Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. But, dude, okay. Okay. Before we go into how bad it was, let's just point out that for a B-rate movie, it was fantastic. For well, if block- you're going to set the bar that low, for sure. A blockbuster movie, I cannot believe that this mo- this movie made so much money. It made that much money because Mortal Kombat was tied to it. Well, I mean, yeah. And and in its defense, for a video game adaptation movie, it's not that bad. Like it's not it's not House of the Dead. It's not Blood Rain. It's not in the name of the king. I don't okay. know. There some of the Resident Evil movies were a little bit better. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it's the best, but I'm saying it wasn't directed by Uwe Boll. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. House of the Dead, fuck, no. It, the, the movie's bad. The games are great. The movie's bad. It's a, wow, it should have been a late 80s movie and it would have been okay, but because it's a mid-90s movie, uh-huh. yeah, yeah oh. I mean... Okay, so it's still no, no, no. It was so good that they made the movie in the '90s to be like it was in the '80s. Yeah, that was that was that was an effect. That was a feature. <laughs> that flashlight, though. Oh my god, God on that shotgun, because it was as big as a barrel. <laughs> This is as long as a darn gun. But, okay, but nobody had any issue with her and her and her buddy running through a rave where people are dancing and they have shotguns and machine guns and they're just punching people out of the way and everybody's still dancing like, oh, shit's just happening. It's, it's going. It's fine. It's going on. Dude, it was the 90s. It's okay. We didn't have all the crazy shootings like we do now, man. It was fine. Dude, People no. can run through a crowd with guns and they're like, nah, man, it's cool. Keep going. You should have said, excuse me, though. Whatever. Fuck you. I'm going to keep yeah. dancing. Yeah, exactly. You should have said, excuse me. I was just I'm messing with you. It's all good. It's all good. No, so like, dude, opening scene, that fight with Shang Tsung and what was his name? It wasn't Chow. Chow was Liu Kang's brother in the video game. What the hell was its name in the movie, though? It I thought it brother. was Chow, yeah. No, no, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't Chow. Not in the movie. Because I even because I even wrote down here, I was like, brother's name wasn't Chow. Like, but I didn't uh, write down what the hell his brother's name was. In the movie, they changed his brother's name? Yeah. I'm 99% sure they changed his name in the movie. Because when I looked it up, when I, when, I, when I was watching it, I went, hey, wait a minute. Wasn't Luke Kang's brother something else? And I went, what was Luke Kang's brother's name? And I, I Googled Luke Kang's brother's name, and it came up Chow. Chow. It's Chen. Yes. Chen Peng. But his, but his name in the game is Chow, because I double-checked that. Okay, yeah, no, it, it's why? Chen Peng. Well, because when he said it, I'm like, why the hell? I'm like, that's not his name. It's not Chang. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Is what is he? What is he, pocket change? What the hell is this? Yeah, why the fuck would they change that? I don't know. It seems like a really stupid change to make. And, then, and the other thing that annoyed me about, well, we're, we're not getting into the negatives. We're getting into the positives, right? Yeah, like how positively perfect that CGI was the entire film. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, the CGI was better than the CGI of the '80s. It was, it was, but that CGI in that opening scene, like I had to Google it quick because I was like, "There's no way that the CGI was that bad." That opening scene was actually taken, was filmed. That whole fight between Shang Tsung and, and Chang was done in broad daylight in bright sunshine day and they edited out the background and put in those thunderclouds and i'm like this is so hard that's like the worst green screen ever it turns out it wasn't a green screen it was clouds and sunshine wow i mean that's a little more impressive than having a crappy green screen in the background but impressive is kind of the wrong term to use there i mean think about it like it's a bright sunny day and they turn it into that into that a bright sunny day uh, I, I mean, that took time. Should have took more time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, they had to hire what's his face, uh, the guy who played Raiden. Oh, Christopher Lambert. Uh, Raiden? Lambert, isn't he called Raiden? Raiden, Raiden. It's just whoever Raiden. Raiden. It's, it's Lord Raiden. They make sure to say Lord Raiden. Sorry, which ironically, Your Excellency. 
Well, I didn't one, mean you're the one say. correcting everybody here. That's not an archway. It's a square. <laughs> Riding is actually a okay. Engineering terms, engineering terms, structural features versus video game knowledge. Uh-huh. 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 It sounds like a double <laughs> standard to me. Am I on the wrong podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> so no, Christopher Christopher Lambert, which I I when I first saw it way back in the day, and I saw Christopher Lambert as Raiden, I went, eh. But I gotta say, he brought a a a lovely sense of comedy to that character. Because Raiden is always so frigging serious. Yeah, but he didn't fight, which I wasn't a fan of. What are you talking about, dude? He did technically fight Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Yeah, technically he went in there and said, fuck y'all with some lightning bolts, and that was it. Yeah, and the lightning bolts looked identical to uh, to the plasma torch things that the Ghostbusters had, the proton packs. Like... That stuff coming out, I'm like, oh shit, the Ghostbusters are there. I'm like, oh god, the proton packs. Oh, they're ghosts. That's why it works. And then all of a sudden, it was Raiden. Hey, hey, don't fuck with Raiden, man. Like he's got it in with Thor. He's doing good. Thor granted him special types of lightning so that he can do his own series of shit. And he may have, you know, killed the Ghostbusters. It's okay. But what if Raiden is Thor? No, no, no. He didn't kill the Ghostbusters. Modern politics killed the ghostbusters could be could be i don't know dude i still call the number whenever i see that weird banshee queen down the hallway <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck so uh, the one thing i do want to i, I want to say that they i thought they really captured on because like of course this movie's about Liu kang you know the, the games are about Liu kang this movie's about Liu kang um i just thought that it was really interesting how at the beginning of the movie they really portrayed Liu Kang's youth, like in the way he, the way, even the way he talked, um, the things he did, like dumping Johnny Cage's stuff off into the water, just, just a very like arrogant, useful thing. And then by the end of the movie, he had turned, you know, you can see his character development through the movie. Granted, it's a bad movie, so you're, you're really not seeing all that much, but I want to point out that they did actually show character development for Liu Kang across the movie. Um, Johnny Cage, they were trying to, but eh. what a fucking waste of a character too. Johnny Cage was useless in the movie. I'm well, I think we talked about it briefly last night. I'm glad that what Van Damme didn't take that part. Yeah. Yeah. So Van Damme was, was on the board to, t- to do Johnny Cage, but he didn't do Johnny Cage because he went to go do street fighter. Johnny Cage was useful in the movie. He portrayed Johnny Cage accurately because in the game, Johnny Cage is useless. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are so not wrong. Yeah, right? Uh, what did you guys think of the the classic suits for Sub-Zero and Scorpion? Though? Huge fan. I like the classic suits. Yeah. Um, legitimately, I think they're great. They were fine. I didn't really have any problem. The only thing I had a problem with was Scorpion's little dragon creature thingy that came out of his hand that's not supposed to be a living, breathing creature. His Katai? Yeah. I think that's how you say it. I could be wrong. It's like I don't know. I, I That was the only issue that I had with him. That and... Um, 
I was kind of disappointed. I mean, uh, yeah, Liu Kang, big, big thing. As a kid, maybe I'm just, I was too young and naive, and I just didn't get it right. But to me, it was Sub-Zero and Scorpion. That's what Mortal Kombat was. Yeah, like, they mentioned that, that in the movie. That was the main thing. So, like, the fact that they just, they felt minor, they felt like minor characters. But they They're, explained that in the movie. Yeah. Yes, they, because they said, they're slaves to him. Yeah, which that was a that was a definite contrast to the video games. They were those two were always at each other's throat, and that uh, that they made them slaves of Sang Sung. But I guess if you think about it, it would be really hard to get them into the movie any other way because you'd have to give them, you'd have to give them both some sort of backstory versus just throwing them in there and saying I control them. That's uh, true. Uh, a kunai is what Scorpion's weapon is. A kunai. Yeah, that was a living, breathing kunai, though. Yeah, it was like some weird dragon face on it, and it just it was fucking. Oh, yeah, and then the princess, the, the oh, katana? she's yeah, katana. Like, I'm sorry, but doesn't she wear a mask normally? She does, and kind and of. She, and when she takes off the mask, she does not look like that. No, the whole that's, purpose that's, is no, is the beauty. Of her eyes and everything outside of the mask. No, I no, thought she was a team. Think, no, no, you're thinking of Mylena. So Mylena. There, was, there was Katana and Mylena. And Mylena was a clone of Katana. And she had uh, the, the face of, of Baraka. And then she was like, uh, yeah, she was like, a, like some sort of a demon underneath her the, mask. Yeah, the Taka, I think they were like Takai warriors or what they're called. Okay. Or Takin, something like that. Yeah. Man, I just remember... I remember that was the game that I got to play at the one friend's house whose parents were like divorced and like whatever mom let her get away with stuff like that. That was the house where I got to play mature games. Yep. And then I remember playing Mortal Kombat on the 64. Like I remember in the arcade as well, but I remember remember a lot more time on the 64. Do you remember? And this is going back. And let's see if anybody remembers it without looking it up. Do you remember the Genesis Blood Code? Nope. No, I know that there was, and I know it was a big deal at the time. And I remember doing it at my neighbor's house because his older brother knew it, but I don't know it All right, now. Look I, me up, but I'm pretty confident it's A B A C A B B. I'm gonna let Blue look it up. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, Mr. Engineer has to make sure that you are hitting the right buttons in the right order and that those are circular buttons, but they are circular buttons with slight 22 degree indentations that only slope for, you know, 4%. Okay, okay. Let's let's, let's face the fact. I'm watching YouTube videos about Mortal Kombat 11 launch trailers. All right. Yeah. Say that again. What's the code? A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Yep. You're right. God damn. Still remember that to this day. That and the Konami code. I'll never forget that damn one either. Um, Jeff Jones made a song. That's, that, that's down, down, left, two, four, nine, seven, two, right? Yep. <laughs> With a, you got to throw a niner in there. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> that's like literally, that, that's how you can tell the real nerds. Because as soon as you say the Konami code wrong, you'll see their eyes start to twitch. Because they know that you're doing it on purpose. And you're waiting for them to correct you. And then you know the super nerds because they will jump right out. They Dude. won't even let you finish. They'll correct you before you're done. That that was so iconic. It was that that made it into Ready Player One, the book. Yeah, yeah, that made it. Oh, there's a whole bunch of things that made it into the book that uh, that the movie left out. The movie was okay. The movie was good, but the, the book, book, kids, the book was way. Better. 
read the book. Movie Always was fucking read. awful. Have you, I don't have, give a shit. Have you read Ready Player Two yet? I've heard it's a woke rehash. It's not just as good. horrible copy. It's like someone copy paste and then added some woke ideology to it, and it just destroyed the entire. So the, the biggest thing for me is that they tried the the references. They just it felt like they were forcing them in versus they were just there. It just really there was a lot of them that felt just really forced. I mean, yeah, I it's kind of forced. Period. Because the first book did so well that the movie came out and everybody's like, oh my god, I read the book. This is going to be fucking great. And sorry, the movie sucked. Don't give a fuck. It missed everything. It missed the mark on 90% of it. And I love the books, right? I've read the book from cover to cover. I've actually sat down and read it. And I've listened to the audiobook in three different variations, including the do- jo- uh, fuck, the Star Trek kid. God damn it. Whedon. Yeah. Will, Will Whedon. I wanted Will Wheaton. I was thinking yeah. Josh Wheaton for some stupid reason. That, that's how Will, I listen to it, too. Yeah, but I've heard it in two variations and also with Will Wheaton. And yeah, the movie was trash, but it was super fucking popular. And of course, they were going to make a, a second book. I haven't read it, though. Everybody that I talked to that liked the first one fucking hated the second book. Yeah, I, yeah honestly, yeah. It, skip it. Really? That you're not missing anything. Le- leave the first book in your memory and let it let it die that way in your memory Uh, i'm gonna say something it's probably controversial but sword art online was really good in the beginning it was awesome once the once they got out nah wasn't as good well that's like it didn't runners it didn't grip as much so like they solved the great mystery in ready player one it was the great mystery it was like Sword Art Online, the great mystery of how to get out of the game, how to beat the game so that we can get out of this place. And then there's Ready Player One, the great mystery that everyone's been hunting for all of this time. Hype, type, 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 type. They solved it. And then they do the sequel, and it's just like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I guess they could have picked 90s-themed stuff instead of 80s-themed stuff. Okay. Sure. Oh. 90s theme stuff if you want to go with it ever read snow crash no um it's gonna have a touch more on the religion side so as long as you're okay with christianity and being a, a part of it and all that wonderful stuff it's got a lot of touching on the religious aspects but it's that one's really good and definitely has an oasis type deal to it as well interesting okay well let's kick back over to moral combat here because i took like 19 pages of notes of course you did the rest of us were watching it and uh i don't want to be mean here but i saw mostly it looked like i was watching it was that was that photoshop effect where you can do that mosaic tiles we really got to get you a better internet connection buddy well i got like 12 megs up see i thought that was my problem because i was watching it on my tablet in the kitchen said something Actually, I I was going to rewatch it myself today, but after suffering through it last night, (laughs) I just couldn't do it. You fucker. I chalked it up to either you found a free version or you found, or it was just a crappy, you know, it was just like, it is what it is. Discord is like, is like downgrading it because like you don't have a nitro. So like you can only stream in certain whatever. He does have nitro. nitro. Oh, well then. Yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I will say this. I had that thing cranked up 
on my headphones, and then one of you two freaking idiots would talk, and I'd just go, ah! <laughs> I was going to say, the audio was a little low, and I was like, okay, I'm going to okay. lower it diesel. And then, then I'd come in upstairs after I finished all my stuff, and I'd, I'd, I'd turn it on on the, t- on the, on the computer, and it's like, it's like Cecil and Damoc, and I immediately turn you down. And then I go over to the screen and like, oh, here's a volume slider. I was like, I wonder what that does. Oh my God, if I turn this up, I can actually hear the movie. <laughs> but anyway, 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 moving, moving on to technical difficulties or moving on from technical difficulties. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> no, right, well, um, okay. So you mentioned... Uh, the Sub-Zero and the Scorpion and they did their classic suits, which I mean, they're iconic characters. I understand they kind of fucked up their storylines a little bit to get, but they got them in there and they looked iconic. I liked the iconic look. What did you guys think about the change that they did to Reptile and his uniform? So his uniform was everything but his mask was identical to Sub-Zero and Scorpions, weren't they? Right, and that's how he always yeah. was, yeah. but his mask was always the same as theirs. He was just green. Correct. But they changed his mask in the movie. Because his, his mask was supposed to be the little f- dead body that he crawled into and came out of, so that was his mask. I, You know, I think I'm no. okay with it. No, yeah. no, no. No, the dead body, he went into the chest cavity of the dead body, not into the mask area. They left the mask so that he could still do like an acid spit thing. Remember, because in the very beginning when he runs into Luke Kane, he spits him in the face and all of that. And they did not use a lot of reptiles ability, which was the acid spit deal. But they showcased it when he would fall flat on his chest and then he'd be breathing. And they did the extra effects to make the... the the acid spit and all that, but they never really used it when he was fighting. I was kind of okay with it because I always thought he was supposed to just be like a color copy with different effects of Scorpion and Sub-Zero. He was changed in later games, but yeah. He was just a green version of Scorpion Sub-Zero and he had acid instead of, you know, fire and... yeah. Yeah, so like yeah, that's what you know. Like you took Sub Zero, and they're like, "Hey, let's make a different co- let's let's make a different character who does the exact same moves." Here you go. Here's Sub Zero, uh, and here you go. Here's Reptile. That's all he was. Like, so I was like, "Eh, really didn't care." So right. I just posted what? a recording chat. If you take a look, his mask mimics the mask of the dead body that he jumped into. The mouthpiece. Yeah, it does. Right, but he doesn't jump into the mouth. He jumps into the chest. Yeah, but then the whole and then dead his, body but, turns into reptile. Correct, but th- that dead body's not wearing any fucking clothes, so we would have had a naked reptile fighting Lucane. Uh, and let's just face it, folks. If you're, pos- if you're dead because your emperor's conquer was conquered, your empire was conquered by some non-benevolent creature that's pretty much demonic... It, you're going to die and then you're going to just get possessed by these demonic creatures. You keep saying demonic. It sounds like you're really down on demons. <laughs> I mean, aren't you? Uh, it's kind of judgmental. So look at the, the still says the guy who slays them as the doom slayer, right? Rip oh, and tear wow. until it is done. It's a, a new conversation for that, but the expansion <laughs> looks really fucking good, by the way. So I'm looking at the still. What am I looking at? 
Okay, so look in the very center of the still where he's supposed to be able to spit acid. Okay. Right? All right, I they, see that. And, and so they kept it there, and I was like, I was okay with it. I liked what they did, but I'm looking at the still, and then I'm looking at the body that he jumped into. That's a totally different fucking face thing, and he crawled into the chest, not the mouth. So when his mask suddenly formed, and plus, I mean, we're talking about a naked dead body demon type thing that was on the ground, you know, all of a sudden he's got all of his clothes on, he's in his iconic uniform, he just has an interesting looking mask, which looks from the still, hey, he's going to spit acid again, and yet the only time he does that is when he gets the shit kicked out of him, he doesn't actually use it like he did in the game. I'm okay with it. It does like this whole breathing thing of like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, I was okay with it. I just thought it was interesting that I was wondering if Cecil caught it or not because he has 19 pages of notes. Well, I, I did. So I didn't catch that little bit that it looked like he could spit acid. It looked to me like when he climbed into the body, because when he got up, the whole body then shifted and turned into into um, reptile. So I honestly just put the two and two together that it was the face of whatever that body thing was. But I could see that being the spitting acid part. Pretty easily, actually. Yeah, I mean, that was supposed to be his iconic mask thing, and maybe I'd have to go back and actually look at, like, the original. I know what, he was a a hidden character in Mortal Kombat 2, but he was playable in Mortal Kombat 3. So No, in Mortal Kombat, uh, yeah, I think it was the original Mortal Kombat, wasn't he? No, no, it was Mortal Kombat. No, it wasn't the original Mortal Kombat. Because, no, it hadn't been Mortal Kombat 2 that he was in, but he may have been hinted at, because I know that he was a secret, because he was the... uh, Oh, fuck. No, okay, here we go. This is going to show my age. Remember on the arcade machines when you were playing and you could get that little toasty on Mortal Kombat 2 and stuff like that, but there was a way to switch that and it would be Reptile to come out and then you could punch in something and then Reptile became a playable character. You hit the start button and you're right. That was Mortal Kombat 2. You're absolutely right. Uh, you hit the start button as soon as you saw that toasty and then you'd be playing inside the pit and you'd see all the dead bodies there with like a head stuck on spikes and stuff. Okay. I'm tracking. Um, did you guys know that the person who played Sonya Blade actually didn't get technically get the part until like I think it was like the day of shooting? So she was on board, nope. and then they went to somebody else. They were gonna like use Cameron Diaz or somebody like that. They had a whole. They had other people that they were gonna use. Better choice. True, but I think the one who played Sonya Blade was okay. No, no, no. The one who played Sonya Blade, better choice. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but Cameron Diaz at uh, that time, no, 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 man. Any girl who wipes cum in her hair, I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's the thing. Like she's too like comedic. She's too um, she's too airy. She 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 doesn't have that character quality. Kind of like um, the guy who played the demon in Legend. What's his name? He uh, played the Tim butler and Tim Curry. Yeah, like Tim Curry can only play like certain characters. Like it's like it's a like one of the site or a giant demon or a murdering <laughs> butler. Yeah, well, only like that type of character. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like it's like it's like trying to like get someone to play the villain um, when they normally just play the good guy, or get someone who always plays the villain to play the good guy. It's like Cameron Diaz wouldn't have worked. No. no. Um, I want to I want to bring up these little tidbits of knowledge that while we were watching and I was researching because I'm like, oh, I wonder about this. So Christopher Lambert was obviously the highest paid um, 
actor on the on the movie like he was the highest paid in fact he was so high paid they could only afford him for two weeks of shooting in the la studio that was it they could only afford him for two weeks for close-up shots um which by the way i really thought like for the time the set quality like how they did like the way the set looked i thought it was actually pretty good like the the physical attributes they didn't they didn't cg everything i I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. No, yes. yeah, we we discussed that. But uh, but Christopher Lambert, um, being you know like he he was like of course the vet on the movie because everybody else who was on the movie, if you, if, if you didn't realize, a majority of them hadn't done a lot of movies. Uh, in fact, I think Liu Kang was he was a really great stunt double, but he was doing a whole bunch of stunt work versus being an actual actor in the movie. But uh, Christopher Lambert, he not only. <clears throat> was there for, you know, his two weeks and thing. But when they went to Thailand to shoot on location, so the place they went in Thailand, they actually could only access via boat. And these, they had them on these long boats. So all the crew, cast, crew, equipment, everything were trucked in on these, on these boats. Christopher Lambert actually went there and on, you know, on his own dime, went there to do some of the shots and be with the cast and crew and was like, I don't know whether you'd call him like the mentor or the father figure or what, but he like he brought his experience there and kept everybody else cool and calm. And I, I mean, if, if you've ever seen Christopher Lambert on behind the scenes stuff, like also laughing because that's just the, who the guy is. But the guy is just like the more I read about what he did on on the film, like what he did for that film just makes me love the guy even more. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we talked about it, and I had no idea that he did. You said he threw the big after party for him and paid yeah. for it, and was like, that's cool as shit, man. Uh, I do have to agree completely on the sets. Like, even for the mid-'90s, the set design was really good. We kind of laughed. Uh, well, at least I was laughing and pointed out that the spikes towards the end are coming out of foil and all of that. But the oh, yeah. rest of it, uh-huh. I thought the sets were really, really good. The story was poor the acting was okay Uh, they tried some of them tried the i think what they were given to say was shit and they were you know so the writing was shit yeah overall but the actors tried at least to a certain extent so they had their their moments and the limited space that they had on game cartridges and then uh, yeah yeah that's right game cartridges because that's it started on it started on a console before it started in the arcades right reverse no, started st- in the arcade before it was on the console okay so given the fact that this thing started in an arcade i'd have to say that they did not have a lot of story material to work with accurate so i didn't know what that there was they, a story in the arcade games until i think mortal kombat 3 yeah, like so they they fleshed out they fleshed out something decent they did. out of this. And yes, the writing could have been better and the acting could have been a little bit better at times, but the acting wasn't horrible. It was definitely a kung fu movie because it was like muscles and unnecessary movements. Yep. Oh yeah. But it was a kung fu movie. So what do you expect? The character who played Sonya Blade, uh, I think her name is Bridget Wilson. That's what I got written down here. Hopefully I got it right. Bridget Wilson. Um, she actually, she demanded to do her own stunts. Uh, and even to the point of she got hurt in doing one of the scenes and dislocated her shoulder doing the stunts. Uh, they were able to fix her up and all that jazz. But like that just shows the dedication yes. of, some of, these ans- of some of these actors. It, 
it was Bridget Wilson, who's also in Billy Madison in 1995. She was also in The Wedding Planner, so she played, I guess... And Last the, Action Hero. Yeah, so um, in 1993, Love Stinks. Yeah. Yep. I think she did a pretty good job. So you guys remember at the beginning when Shang Tsung goes to visit Johnny Cage, and as Johnny Cage is coming off set, there's a guy, the director, in the chair up high. And I said, was that Spielberg? Remember when I said was that? It? Was so, it Spielberg? Okay, so it wasn't Spielberg, but it was supposed to be Spielberg. So Spielberg was actually supposed to be there and do a cameo because Spielberg loved the Mortal Kombat series, but he couldn't actually make it. So they made that guy up there look like Spielberg. I just thought that was a funny okay. little, like, it was like a half cameo, I guess. Um, hey, it's a little hidden feature, man, because you immediately said, oh, my God, was that Spielberg? Did they just show Spielberg? Was that like, and we we're like, I don't know. And you, yeah. Okay. So, hey, you, they got you. <laughs> they did. They got me because I honestly thought it was Spielberg. I had to look it up and be like, was that, was that Spielberg? Because that was pretty cool if it was. Oh my god! Random fact: I'm looking up Bridget Wilson's film filmography, and yeah, that's the, what you're looking up. No, one of the things came up is 1995 Nixon, the film. Would you like to take a guess at who played Nixon in the 1999 film titled Nixon? Johnny Depp. Nope. Nixon. Nope. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think of is Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, eating brains in the White House. Well, we are rounded out on time, and I had so many more notes. Well, here, the last thing I want to say before we round this thing out is the director, that he, can't, he, he denied coming back to do the sequel, which is good for him because Annihilation sucked. Maybe it would have been better if he did it, but Annihilation sucked. Do you know what movie he did right after Mortal Kombat and the reason he turned down the sequel? Nope. One of probably, if not my favorite, horror movie sci-fi horror movie event horizon really really remember the spin that reptile did and i said yep, pay attention yep. to that spin because this director went and did uh event horizon right after this and there was that spin that the kid did as he's going out of the airlock and i'm like that is like the identical spin that reptile did like say must use the same harness and everything very nice and yeah i'm glad that he didn't do uh mortal Kombat 2 and went to event horizon because i really enjoy event horizon well, so the new Mortal Kombat is going to be coming out what April 16th, April 18th. Correct. On Friday, the 16th. All right. So um, I'm actually going to be away that weekend, but we'll have to watch it that week uh, and then get ready to do another uh, another another review and we'll compare it to the original. Yeah. No, I actually have to watch the original so I can see it this time. Not watching oh, in that fucking, fucking should have fucking told me, man. <laughs> God damn. I even said, is it is it playing okay? You can see it. Yeah, it's great. Okay, good. Dude, during the still scenes, or not, not still, but when it was just like focused on one person's face, it was crystal fucking clear and looked really good. As soon as there was movement, I was like, oh, that's what that mosaic fucking filter does on Photoshop. <laughs> well, Damoc, where can people find you at? I exclusively troll the GNA Discord. Nice. What about you, Blue? Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on uh, Parlor. You can find me on Minds. You can find me on Twitch, uh, all at BlueShark45. And you can also find me in the GNA Discord as BlueShark45. And if I find time, if I have the, the energy, and if I have the drive to play the things that make us all nerds. 
called Video Games. You can hit me up in the GNA Discord and we can play on other things such as Xbox, PC, and the Switch. Nice. I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else, sometimes with underscore, sometimes without. Facebook, Steam, um, Parlor, Ustream, uh, Grinder, Tinder, Humble Bundle. Bumble, Bumble Bundle. I'm fucking everywhere. You just, I'm, I'm on Discords. I'm in all sorts of Discords. If I'm not there, send me an invite. I'll go to that Discord too because I just, I like to talk. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on Google Play Music, Podcast Addicts, Spreaker, Player FM, iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I think you can even find us at radio.com. If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll go there and upload as well. Um, we had a whole bunch of shit that we do, but we're still not doing it because pandemics suck. And I think we have a website still. Let me check. Show up on the goddamn GNA Discord quickly because I have a 500 gig NVMe M.2 drive that I am trying to give away. I don't give a fuck who you are. Just show up and be like, hey, Damoc, you suck. Fuck you. And I'll give you a goddamn 500 gig M.2 drive. Let's do this. Dot com. Or GNAPodcast.com. Yeah, or GNAPodcast.com. But I'm dead serious, dude. I have a 500 gig NVMe M.2. Join the goddamn podcast and say, Damoc, fuck you. It's yours. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining in. I've got to go to work, though. So have a great night. You too. Take care, brother. And then we can also insert the stinger right here talking about Humble Bundle. We're still sponsored by Humble Bundle, which you can add partner, question mark, partner equals GNA podcast to any Humble Bundle link to show them that we sent you their way. And you can help support the GNA podcast by sliding that bar all the way to zero and giving all the money to charity because that's really what we want you to do. Love you, Blue. Give it to You're me. welcome. <laughs>